You are listening to episode number nine of The Love Noteworthy Show. Welcome to The Love Noteworthy Show, the guide to leading your life with passion, purpose, perspective, and prosperity. Each week, we feature entrepreneurs, influencers, game changers, and change makers who provide powerful strategies for creating a remarkable first impression that leaves a lasting impact in your business, career, community, and personal life. So come join us as we transform your mindset and teach you the lessons you want and need to become Love Noteworthy. Hi everyone, I hope you're having an amazing day. It is another episode of the Love Noteworthy Show and I'm so grateful for you to be here. Now, do you remember way back in episode number five when we interviewed Layla Nagazada? I am so pleased to be releasing the second half of my interview with Layla. And in the first half, as you know, we talked a lot about how her and her sister Mimi built up Luxie Hair to become a multi-million dollar business all from creating fabulous YouTube videos and hair tutorials. And now Layla's transitioned into a new project and has a new company called Luca Living. And Luca stands for Love, Unity, Compassion, and Awakening. And with this company, she life coaches individuals and specifically focuses on mentoring people to bring their dreams to life, helping people to work through their fears so that, so that they can align with their highest potential as well as spiritual therapy. And in the second half of our interview, which is episode number nine, we're going to be talking a lot about those four elements, Uh, something that we have in common. uh, We both moved down to LA for a short period of time just to really see what it was like and pursue our passion or dream of something that we've always wanted to do. And also, Layla, we are so lucky, but she leads us through a couple minute guided meditation and it's very relaxing. I would encourage you to listen to this. It's only two or three minutes long, anytime that you're feeling stressed or need to rebalance. And this is all in the second half of my interview with Layla Nagazada. Please enjoy. Let us know your thoughts and I look forward to hearing from you. subject a little bit and talk about some of your more recent things. But before we do, I know that we have something in common and I wanted to talk to you about your experience because I'm kind of living it right now. But um, both of us have had dreams of moving down to Los Angeles and um, both of us have moved there in the past. Like I know you lived there for about seven or eight months just over the past year Um, and both moved down by ourselves. Tell me about your thought process before coming down to LA and like what lessons did the experience teach you? And also what area did you live in? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um, Yes, LA has always been this like kind of a huge fantasy dream of mine that I always knew that, you know what, I have to experience living there. It was just something that I needed to do in my lifetime. Um, And I think it was 2012 or 13, 13, I think, I um, decided to move there for a month because I've visited before, but it's, it's really not the same thing yeah, yeah. versus living. So I was like, you know what, before I actually make a move, I'm going to go for a month and see how I feel living there. And I stayed, I didn't even know LA at all, any areas, nothing. And I went on um, homeaway.com, which is kind of like Airbnb, it allows to find um, apartments or homes for short period, uh, short term, right? And so I intuitively 
picked West Hollywood, which turned out to be the best area. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and I had, I really had no idea. I was just like, for some reason, felt like it was the right place. And I loved it. I, I just was like, oh my God, I feel like I fit in the water. There was just something in the energy there. I couldn't even put it into words. Really? It's how I felt. I felt, I felt at home. I felt so comfortable. Um, I really don't know. I mean, for sure, the sunshine and the palm trees help, but um, there is something in the energy. I think it's just the energy of the place. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's the the indigenous cultures that were there, you know, thousands of years ago. I really don't know, but something in the energy was just making me feel very comfortable and at home. And so when I came back, um, I really was. I couldn't get LA out of my head, and I, I just, I just knew that I needed to to make a move and to go. And so, but I wasn't sure if I, when I wanted to do it. I wanted to have um, more of a, a stable thing. And I had all these excuses in my mind, you know, and yeah. really what they were was fear. You know, because of the areas, the unknown, the fear of the unknown and doing it by yourself was, um, was something that was really challenging to overcome. But um, I met some great people that um, were very inspirational and motivational. And in, in the process, I... I traveled back and forth in the summer four times, I think, um, wow. for different for work and, and different workshops and things. And then I was back at the end of August this last year, and I realized that I just, I, I had just moved out here in Toronto from my parents' home into my own place, and I bought all the stuff, and I got home really pretty and great. And then I was like, it's fantastic, but I'm in the wrong place, in the wrong location. If I could just pick up this house and move it over there, there, I would be just so happy. So I started looking into how to get it all started and um, and then moved down. I, I sent all my furniture, everything, packed everything up, like two cats, and, and I went down. And I stayed in uh, uh, in the valley for, for about five months, and then I moved down to West Hollywood for, for the remainder of the time that I was there. And it, you know what? It was something that I needed to do to prove to myself that I could do it. Mm. And I, and um, to give myself that boost that, you know, anything is truly possible if you, first of all, have the courage to dream big and then take action. You know, I had no idea. I really had no help. But every day you wake up and you show up for your 50% and the universe sort of takes care of the rest. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I kind of have a similar experience. That's so funny mm-hmm. because I had never really been to Los Angeles before. And then I came down for a conference with one of my girlfriends in like February of this year. And it was totally serendipitous. She just was like, you should totally come to this conference with me. And I was like, you know what? Okay, let's do it. Came down, like fell in love with exactly what you said. Like the energy of the city was just like blown away and was like, okay, I feel like I need to move down here. And now's a good time. Like, how do I make this happen? And um, I've just been living. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say how you said, like, how do I make it happen? Like, it's so important to ask the right questions because sometimes we can just get stuck in the overwhelming sense of, like, yes, I want to do this, but I don't know how. So you start by asking yourself simple questions. How do I get started? And then, you you know, you come up with the list of things of steps to take and you just start tackling those steps one at a time. Yeah, it was definitely crazy and scary all at once. Um, But... It's been such a great experience. I'm like living over in Santa Monica and I haven't actually been to the Valley um, and I've only been to West Hollywood a few times, but in Santa Monica, it feels like it's like a mini town. Like it's just like a beachside village. Like I love it so much. 
Yeah, it's the only challenge is that it's hard to stay motivated to want to work when you can walk to the beach so easily exactly. and just like hang out. Yeah. The uh, ocean is calling. <laughs> I know, exactly. I definitely have some sort of like energy with the ocean and just always needing to be near it. But for you moving to LA, like it must have been a good time for you because you moved like in the fallish winter, right? And that's when it gets yeah, it really was, uh, ridiculous in Toronto. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes. It was the craziest winter last year. I was talking to my parents yeah. um, on FaceTime every day and they would show me the, the, the crazy storms they had and I was just so grateful, <laughs> extra grateful to not have to um, experience that. But um, you know what? It actually, at the same time, as much as I love the sunshine still, I kind of remember missing the change of season. Yes. I was so not expecting to, to have myself feel that way because I always used to say, no, I'm never going to miss, you know, the cold and, and the whatever. But, but yeah, it is. It's nice to experience um, season changes. Yeah, I that's kind of what I've been feeling. Like, I've only been down here a few months now. And um, I'm just, like, originally from Victoria. But I've been living in Vancouver for the last couple of years before I came down here. And I was just like, man, fall is my favorite season. Like, and I've decided to yeah. actually go back to Vancouver because I – love like the changing leaves and just I don't know there's something about it that's very like therapeutic or I don't meditative or I don't even know how to explain it but just that like change and um I don't know I I have no other way to explain it no I agree with you it's the change of the colors changing and everything it's almost like watching an art piece just yeah transition into different stages so Absolutely. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's talk. I know when you were down in L.A., um, one of the things that you were doing, and this is kind of the way that we connected, was um, you were participating in a mastermind group. And so mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about uh, mentorship and masterminds. And before we do that, I want to give a big shout out to our friend Robin. Thank you so much for connecting us. He is like the coolest guy ever in in life. Just like, yeah, such a good energy to him. Um, But so you are participated or were one of like the 12 people in the Alive Tribe, which was organized by Amber Ray. Tell us a little bit about your experience of like being in such an intensive mastermind. And for those of you who don't know about it, like essentially um, it was all conducted. There's like people from all of all different cities from all over North America that were involved and they were from all different professions. But I think like everybody had a similar sentiment in that they wanted to grow and help to um, help other people grow. And just whether that be professionally or personally, just have this like epic development period over the course of like six or eight months. And I know from like just seeing photos from Robin's experience, like you had opportunities to do retreats in like different countries and it just sounded like, an absolutely like amazing experience. Uh, so tell us a little bit about it for you. Yeah, no, it was wonderful. Um, like you mentioned, for me, what was exciting is the possibility of connecting with other entrepreneurs that had um, the same values in terms of how do we make the world a better place? Yeah. How do we serve more? How do we share um, of our gifts more? And that was what really attracted me to it. And then I, knew Amber's friend, Giada, who was um, uh, creative director, and she was sort of helping me with my own stuff, and, and she mentioned about 
you know, coming match mine. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so in. And then we all went to dinner with Amber and we just kind of hit it up right away. And I knew that I had to do it. It was just something that, that I knew I had to experience. And um, yeah, the first retreat was in Mexico, which was just such a magical experience, connecting with all these wonderful human beings. And uh, we shared some very deep, um, intimate conversations and sort of all of our, you know, fears and, and uh, ideas and dreams and collaborations and all of that was so exciting. I've never done anything like it beforehand. And the place where we're staying at was just magical. I don't know if Robin shared with you, but... Oh, I saw photos. I was blown away. You, <laughs> yeah, if you ever get a chance to go to Mexico, get the resort and go to San Miguel, Galeande. It's a wonderful uh, little, I don't know if it's a town or a city, but it's um, just the energy there is indescribable. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. And I had a great time. And I'm so grateful that um, I got to experience it and, and create those uh, bonds and relationships. That's amazing. So did you find it challenging? Like, obviously, that was probably the first time the 12 of you met in person, just to be like that vulnerable with pretty much like strangers and just completely like opening yourself up to the universe. Yeah, definitely. And not easy. It's, it's you think that it's for, for me, I um, connect really well with people one-on-one, but I have a lot of anxiety with groups of people. And so that was something that I knew was going to be hard, but I also wanted to get out of my comfort zone and really challenge myself to open up in front of a group of, you know, in front of a group of people versus one, one-on-one. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I really felt myself grow a lot and it, it helped to have the right type of people, you know, because, the um, the environment and the energy was very very supportive and loving. Yeah, and so that created the space for for everyone to feel sort of safe um, and supported. And um, you know, there was no judgment. It was pure love and support. So that that helped. That's amazing. So was that? Did that help you? Or tell me kind of the chronology of when you started uh, your life coaching business and. Was that uh, participating in the Alive Tribe help you to be more in touch and like self-aware with your business or? Um, no, the uh, life coaching started prior to that. And, oh, okay. Um, yeah, so the Alive Tribe, I just, my thinking behind it was I really wanted to connect with like-minded people because you never know. I think this is the most valuable thing we have in our life is not sessions, but the relationships and the connections that we all make. And you Absolutely. never know where, you know, you know, making some kind of a friendship where that might lead and what kind of collaborations or, or gifts that you can share together. It's just, you just never know. And I, I wanted, cause I, I didn't really know that many people in LA, so I thought that would be a great opportunity to just connect with people and, mm-hmm. and make bonds and friendships and what better um, place than, than in a, in this type of a, setting and retreat um, where everyone has the same goal of growing and evolving and and then serving the greater good. So, yeah, so I had the idea and then I was already, uh, this life coaching thing was already in the works, but I just wanted to connect with uh, like-minded people. Gotcha. That's amazing. So tell us about how you sort of transitioned from doing Luxie hair to life coaching and starting Luca Living. Yeah. Um, the Luca Living, Luca stands for Love, Unity, Compassion, and Awakening. And I've been on this spiritual uh, conscious journey for probably about over 10 years since moving to Canada. And mm-hmm. I've been reading and um, sort of studying my own self, studying psychology, 
human behavior and you know why do some people succeed versus others and what makes us tick and how do we get rid of all these limiting beliefs and you know how do we operate from love versus fear which is how this whole world is constructed unfortunately yeah you know there's city mindset that we all have and so it those things have always been a part of my um of something that i truly truly am passionate about and as much as i so grateful and i really enjoyed my career experience i felt like it just wasn't going deep enough because mm-hmm. it was, um you know it was obviously about beauty and fashion which for some reason interestingly enough a lot of people really felt through those videos like somehow were very inspired and, and and made positive changes, which was amazing. But I just felt like for me, I needed to go a step deeper and okay. I, I needed to um, challenge myself and also be able to really go deep with people. And so, you know, having the platform with Lexi Hair, I would constantly get a lot of emails and messages every day with people just looking for advice and reaching out and, you know, asking questions or just, you know, tips and advice and things like that and it almost felt like the universe sort of guided me into it it, it felt mm. like the right thing to do the right progression and it was very aligned with that with what I'm truly passionate about which is you know evolving and growing and and creating a sense of a community of people just you know dropping into their hearts and because we all can get stuck in the mind and that's where all the suffering comes from and all the separation comes from so um so I wanted to create this, um, I guess it's like a global family community place where we can just make a pledge to, as much as we can, you know, show up with love and um, and connect with people at a deep level. Even if it's just as simple as giving someone a compliment or, you know, in line at a, at a cashier, just giving someone a compliment, you know, just a smile, sharing your smile, holding the door. Little things like that can make a huge difference. Yeah. Um, in how we feel and then how other people feel and if we all make that conscious effort and decision and and, and uh, put that out there it's really going to make a difference um in just the energy shift of the universe so and then um from uh, working with one-on-one with people it's, it's really just about going deeper like i mentioned and um helping people to align their um their lifestyle with their values because I truly believe that, um, you know, if you have a heartbeat, you have a purpose. Like, we all have a purpose. And uh, and I feel like if you're feeling a little bit lost or confused, it's because you're not aligned with that purpose. And I, I so basically what I do is I help people to, to kind of work through the blocks and the fears and, and the obstacles and challenges and to figure out what that purpose is, what is the destiny, and then help them to find a way. So, okay, so here's where I am. Here's where I want to be. So how do we get, how do we bridge the gap? What are the steps that need to happen? And, you know, what are the things that I need to work on in my life? And it really is, a, it has to be a lifestyle change. So that's what I, yeah. that's what I really focus on nowadays. And it's uh, very, very, very rewarding. I kept putting into words and just feels like such a privilege and an honor to be able to serve others along their journey. That's amazing. Um, do you have what? What would you say is your the biggest lesson that you've learned so far, just in working with your clients? Like that you've kind of self reflectively been like, "Huh." You know, the biggest lesson is that we're all in it together, and as much as we think that, oh, you know, my challenges, I'm the only one going through that. It is such an illusion. Like we all experience 
such similar things. You know, the circumstances mm-hmm. might be different, but the feelings that we all go through, we really are all in it together. And and that was very interesting for me to observe. And it, it just creates more of a connection with people, and it allows you to be more vulnerable because you realize that, you know what, like, you don't have to do it alone. You can just open your heart and, and share with people and it gives them the green light to then feel okay as well and not feel so alone in their struggles. Um, and we can all support each other and, and just the world would just be such a better place if we all did that consciously, you know. Yeah. We're all in it together. That's beautiful. And so I know kind of in that uh, similar stream that one of the things that you focus on in your coaching is dispelling limiting beliefs for people, um, which oftentimes are coming out of fear. So do you have any strategies or daily practices that people can take to help retrain themselves to be more confident in their abilities and decision-making? Yeah, um, there's a few tools that I use, which um, is a a hard smash. Um, It's a scientific discovery that was done not too long long ago. And I would say it's almost like a meditative practice that you do, but it's science. So a lot of the people that don't believe in the more woo-woo spiritual stuff can really (laughs) um, use that as, okay, like this is scientific proven. And so basically what it is, is um, it's a practice that you do every day in the morning or at night or, you know, three times a day. For five to ten minutes, um, there's a tool that you can use. You don't need to use it, but you attach this um, device to the earlobe and connect it to your iPhone. And through an app, it um, sort of tracks your heart rate. And so they basically, um, it's a stress management tool that um, you use through the power of your heart and breathing um, huh. and you control your internal state. So basically the point is to create a coherent state of being so you, you manage your emotions and you manage your stress levels throughout the day. And so I've been um, studying about that and practicing it and teaching that to my clients and people can just, you know, they don't need, um, they don't need um they don't need to know, like, I can't, I won't be able to talk about more about it right now, but they can just search uh, HeartMath online and, and uh, the app is called Inner Balance. So they can look into that if they want to practice. And uh, it's really been making a huge difference in, in the way I feel and also with uh, getting feedback from my clients. Um, and um, another tool that I like to use is um, daily prayer and then meditation and journaling as the three, like they're kind of, inter- you, you've got to kind of do them all together as a morning routine. And what it does is it allows you to stay really connected to your to yourself um, because a lot of the times we just feel so disconnected from our own self. We don't know what, exactly what we're feeling. We know we feel some kind of something, but we don't know what it is. So this really gives you the um, respect that you yourself deserve and, and, put yourself as the number one priority because you can't really give of yourself if you don't feel connected to yourself. So um, so through the, the journaling, you kind of create um, the space to hear yourself and to hear your fears and acknowledge them. Um, and once you, once you really know what the fear is, then you can consciously work through it. Um, so it's really, really important to bring into light what it is that, you know, you're afraid of or what's not working. And it takes courage. It's not easy because once you are aware of it and you know that you need to do something about it. So it takes, um, it takes a lot of courage, but it's definitely worth it because then 
you have the power of choice to, you know, to consciously work through that, whatever that is that's holding you back. That's um, exceptional advice. I love that. And I mean, I think it's very important to spend like at least an hour a day on yourself, just in self-reflection mm-hmm. and just, yeah, really critically evaluating, whether it's at the beginning or the end of the day. What? Yeah, I agree. So in terms of meditation, what I was wondering if you could possibly do with us uh, just to lead us out of the episode today um, before I have our final question is, would you be able to do maybe like a one or two minute guided meditation for listeners that we can participate in to dissolve some of the negative energy blocks in our lives? Sure, yeah, um, I'd love to. So let's start by closing our eyes and imagine yourself in whatever place that you whatever place is your happy place so for someone it can be next to an ocean for someone it can be in the field of flowers on top of a mountain you know whatever is that place where you have a beautiful garden surrounded by flowers just self there and visualize sitting yourself there and imagine that there is from your base chakra there's sort of a channel that connects you to the center of the earth and picture everything that is holding you back, all the challenges, all the worries, all the anxieties, all the stresses, everything that you experience and start to picture everything just slowly from the top of your head, just moving down to your chest to your stomach and then down the sort of a tube, like peeling the onion layers, just slowly coming down and being sucked into the center of the earth. And just really picture that one by one, those layers coming down, coming down. And you can picture colors as well, whatever colors come to mind to reveal your true essence, which is a beautiful, brilliant light at the center of your chest. And so start to see those layers coming down and being sucked into the center of the earth. And once they reach the center, what happens is they get transformed and sort of become light. They they get sucked into it and the power just kind of breaks them apart and becomes light particles and they get dissolved. And simultaneously as these layers are coming down from you and going sucked into the earth. From the top of your crown, just imagine another sort of a tube or a connection that takes you all the way up into the sky and connects you to your divine nature. Um, and imagine that from that soul force, there's a beautiful, healing, illuminating light that just fills you right up from the top of your crown all the way to your neck and your chest and your shoulders and down to your stomach and all the way down to your tippy toes and just slowly just fills you up with this light. And as it fills you up, you feel yourself like um, like a fountain start to overflow. And when you can imagine the overflow creating a bubble around you, and anytime you feel stressed or disconnected or afraid, you can do this little exercise. And this bubble of light around you is a protective healing light that can serve as a boundary to not allow any toxic energy to come through and also as a way to 
share your light with others and picture yourself whenever you get in contact with anyone that that light anywhere that you put your focus on that light will you know help other people and help other beings along their journey and just consciously send them that healing light and you know the power of energy is is really it's really there you know and we can feel it whether we're conscious of it or not and so it's a little exercise that i like to do and that's very it's very grounding it's um very powerful and you want to also consciously uh, stay aware of your breath and um, five counts in and five counts out it really in matter of a minute you can change your state of being by just consciously breathing a little bit slower and more more through your nose and out through your mouth and that really grounds you and makes you feel more connected to your to your heart it gets you out of your mind and into your heart so whenever you're ready open up your eyes and come back to your body and just sort of wiggle your fingers and toes and and um and come back that was wonderful Layla thank you I am really hyped right now <laughs> I'm like oh I just want to go and change the world no. I was already pretty excited <laughs> before the interview but <laughs> now I'm even yeah more I love so. doing that it's, it's, a, it's a simple exercise but it yeah. really is very profound in the way you can shift your feeling you know you're just being yeah the you suggesting to take like five deep breaths that's so huge like I find whenever I get worked up about things if I'm just try to be more conscious of my breathing and just yes. take, take like, like 10 seconds to chill out it actually helps immensely mm-hmm. which is yeah crazy is a, is a very powerful tool that we just underestimate you know because a lot of people we just don't breathe deep enough you know and that's what creates those like anxiety because just we don't have enough oxygen in our system and yeah. so um, the simplest tool you can use is just consciously breathe and and do it slower and that will um, right away ground you in your body and get you out of your head and into your heart well thank you very much Layla I, I believe that's all the time that we have for our episode today however before we wrap up I do have one last question for you that we ask all of our interviewees and that is um, what's your number one tip on how our listeners can be more love noteworthy in their business and their lives I would say that get really clear on your value and what it is that you feel you're here to do and serve because like I mentioned before you know we all have a purpose so get clear on what that is for you and once you know that then that sort of helps you to align everything else um, Simon Sinek, I'm sure that a lot of people already know about this. Yeah. But if you don't, it's one of the most powerful um, uh, mental shifts that can that you can do is um, the, the the power of knowing your why and how you can really restructure your life and your business around that why. And really, the why is the value. You know, it's why you're doing what you're doing. So once you figure out your why and once once that's very solid foundation, then you can create your what and um, you know what basically is like the outputs, right? What you know what that does that look like? Is it a service? Is it a product? So get really clear on the values and 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 your why, why you why you want to do what you want to do, and then everything else will sort of line up after that and get aligned. That's great. Thank you so much, Layla. And like I said, that's all the time we have for this episode of the Love Noteworthy Show. Uh, before we wrap, uh, I do have a challenge for our listeners and. 
today I want to um, ask our audience, what is one thing that they do to kind of relax or let go of the negative energy blocks in their lives? So if you have a certain practice that you do, uh, definitely comment in uh, the space below this interview and we would love to hear from you and get you to engage and interact with us. And with that, that is the end of the show today. Thank you so much again. It's been such a pleasure. Uh, as I said before, we started recording. I'm just the most ridiculous fan of you because I think you're doing such amazing things for the world. And I'm like, oh, I'm such a fangirl. Thank you so much. I really had a great time. Thank you for creating the space to have this conversation. Thank you. And as I said at the beginning of the show, acknowledging the good that you already have in your life is the foundation of abundance. And so let's go out there this week and live abundant lives and just be grateful for all of the good that we have surrounding us. So that's the Love Noteworthy Show and have a great week, everyone. 